Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hello, it's Jason Manford. Hope you are well this Sunday morning. Uh, Rebecca Lockie's here. Hello. Hello. Uh, star of Doctors. <laughs> And uh, various other work. Uh, she does some musicals. Done some stuff. Uh, but uh, we're currently in curtains together. If you've been to see the show, uh, Rebecca plays uh, Carmen Bernstein, the, uh, right. the hard-nosed producer. Hard-nosed? Yeah. That's a phrase. Okay. It's a phrase. What a good nose, though. It's not, a, I know. It's not about your actual nose. I don't know how hard your nose is. It's not part of the show. Um, <laughs> it looks a normal, squishy nose. <laughs> But, in, but that's how good an actor she is. She plays somebody with a hard nose. Yeah. That's how good she is. You know, yeah. uh, so we're currently doing that. And uh, we're in Cardiff, mm-hmm. which is beautiful oh my goodness. and sunny today. It stopped I, raining. I actually put sunglasses on. Crikey. I know. It's lovely out there today. So we're here all week. Uh, we're, we're, we're coming from a, a student radio this morning, so it might sound a bit different to our multi-million pound absolute radio studios uh, this is you know there's a few egg pots around and you know they've done well they've done well to, to, to make some sort of they've made a go of it fair play to them the students what do you want it to be uh, but it's a it's an absolute treat to be here for, I don't even know what the station's called Express Radio they're called if you're in uh, if you're ever in Cardiff you can have a little listen to that uh, and we're here through till 11 o'clock this morning um, Rebecca I, I, I joke Rebecca was on Doctors this week though, I was you? on Doctors this week it's just one simple episode and he's put on his Instagram as star of Doctors star of Doctors say. this week one episode what is how does that come about then do you what? I presume Doctors because it's like a like everyone has to do, it's like national service for actors, <laughs> isn't it? It's the new bill. Yeah, everybody has to do an episode of Doctors. I don't think I'll be getting asked anytime soon because oh, I think you never taking know. the Mickey off it. <laughs> what's it like though? Was it? What's it? Uh, is it? Is it in and out? Is it like it's a in production and out. line? It's not like no, a, no. It's good. We what's had the director like? Not like Scorsese. She was lovely. Yeah, actually, she was a lovely lady, um, Jenny, and uh, we had a great time. And you, and you and you it was a mad episode though. It I did was watch bonkers. It. it was a bonkers. I don't know if you watched episode. it this way. I don't know if you watched Doctors or maybe you've got a job. Um but um <laughs> I don't know. But it does you know, it serves the great uh, the great unwashed. And uh, they um, <laughs> they it was an episode where you and your sister your yeah. sister was having psychotic episodes. Having psychotic episodes where she saw Essentially, a slave. Yeah, from a painting. From a painting, but in yeah. real life, he was walking she around. She was having hallucinations. And, and you were pregnant. I was pregnant in it. For no reason. No reason. I mean, it didn't. Well, I had a little checkup at the beginning. Remember? She oh, I see. So that's why the doctor knew who you were. The doctor right. came to see me because I was a patient. Of that makes sense them. now. Yeah, but it was weird. It was bonkers. You can catch up on the BBC iPlayer. It's on the iPlayer. Enjoy. Absolutely knock yourself out. (laughs) Um, Did you have to... uh, Obviously, you wore a suit for the pregnancy thing. No, it was really good. (laughs) She's such a good actor. I mean... (laughs) She can act pregnant. I can. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's impressive. Just really blow out hard. I can only do this scene quickly. Pregnant boobs and belly. Yeah, it was... No, I had to wear like a fat suit thing. That's amazing. (laughs) That's hilarious. It was very good. It was very good. But Rebecca's got a much more uh, detailed <laughs> career in that. We will, we will talk about it at some point uh, this morning. Uh, but uh, but stick around. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're drinking coffee in Cardiff. We are. Nailing the coffee. Cheers. I, I wasn't really a coffee drinker, I've got to say, up to a couple of years ago. Really? Never really never really got into it. Oh. Well, what age did you start? Because obviously children don't drink it. Well, my it. son is 16 and he's just started to go, oh, can I have a, have a, a coffee? coffee? Yeah. Right. So I think that's probably... That about. seems early. Really? Like, just from when I haven't been a 16-year-old, I was still like, can I have a Vimto? Like, <laughs> it, was, it definitely wasn't coffee. <laughs> oh, I've always been a coffee drinker, me. But then... It's only recently they've started doing nice coffee. It's only in the last 10 years they started your lattes and your cappuccinos. And that. I mean, they, that wasn't... It was like a teaspoon of Nescaf. It was. It was a bit like gravy. It was not a thing, was it? Gravy with milk. But, like, my daughter is 10 and, like, she'll have a cup of tea. And I'm like... I used to... Oh, hang on. Cup of tea. We used to have a cup of tea. What, as a toddlers. child? A toddler? Yeah. Nah. And my son was one... I remember my mum and dad just giving us cups of tea all our lives. That's, That's what so you had funny. in the little... Sippy cup, cup of tea. A cup of tea, caffeine, just here. 
I don't know why our kids are mad. <laughs> Just give them a cup of tea, set them down. <laughs> I must say, though, when I, when I was a kid, I and mean, this is terrible now when, I think, when you think back, I used to have like a milky, sweet cup of tea uh, in a bottle. In a bottle? In like a in bottle. A, like, a, like I was... A teated bottle. Yes, a teated <laughs> bottle, if you want, if that's how you describe it. I never thought I'd ever um, say that. <laughs> and I've got pictures of myself. Tea bottle night-night, that's what I used to call it when I was a baby. Really? Yeah, tea bottle night-night. I, I remember the phrase. Wow. Tea bottle night-night. No. That's not right, is no, it? That's not right. No wonder my teeth fell out before I was four. <laughs> Just three sugars and caffeine. Mad, isn't it? There's so many things now when I think back, like, that our parents did, that if you did them now, you'd be in a lot of trouble. This is true. <laughs> you know I mean? like, that's not right. Wow. Even like, uh, I just think about my kids, you know, when I'm, I'm so, maybe it's because I'm away a lot or whatever, but sometimes, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I'm with them, I, let, I do let them get away with absolute murder, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I want them to like me. <laughs> and my parents, I don't think my parents cared whether I liked them or not. Oh, like, no. They were just like, I'm not here to be a mate. You know what I mean, get on with it. Wasn't a thing, was it? They weren't like, no. we're not. I've got friends. He's called John. You're my son. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, used to, I used to threaten to leave home like three times a week, and two of those times, my dad would help me pack. <laughs> like, he'd get a black bag. <laughs> Come on then. Where do you want dropping? Oh yeah, my dad used to do the same thing. I used to run away down the bottom of the garden all the time. That's it. Just... And sit with my. We had goats. Of course you did. Yeah, we did. We had like a mini farm. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, and I said, go and run away and just disappear for about three hours down the goat shed. And, uh, <laughs> and the then I'd wander back. And <laughs> Where's Rebecca? She's down the goat shed. I ran away and no one noticed. Well, That's the I'm worst. one of five, so yeah. you really wouldn't notice. I've got to say, I... if one of my kids ran away, it'd be, it'd be like Thursday before I left. <laughs> Hang on a minute. It's quiet. Sure, we had another one. Why is that bed still not being unmade? <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Some of your fans who love you on Instagram. Ah. Oh. You're big on Instagram, aren't you? You're like a, are you an influencer yet? No. You say that, but you thought about it, right? Yeah. No, but I have lovely people that I chat to on Instagram. Have you got to a point where people are sending you free things? No, because if you want to send me any free things, then come on, Hannah, waiting for the good stuff. How do we break to that next level? I know, right? I think people think I get free things. I don't get free things. What? I don't ever get any free things, right? What I do get is what I call the teletax, which is a a plumber, mechanic, builders, those people who make their own prices up, those people. Yeah. Uh, When I go, they're like, oh, yeah, I can see it in their eye. They're like, well, this is how much it costs. <laughs> this is how well, much it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the teletax doesn't quite... Uh, I'm hoping some free stuff comes through. Come on. It doesn't happen. It doesn't really happen. Uh, Nicole Lambert, who's uh, uh, a big fan of Becky's, says, uh, ask Becky how her allotment has done this year. Oh, you big on the allotment? I do. I have an allotment. Um, it's been good this year, although I've not put it to bed. I'm away touring with, what does that mean? with curtains. So I've, not, I've got to put it to bed for the winter. You've got to, oh, I you see. Know. It's nothing grow then in the winter. Not really. Well, no. you can. I've got some winter lettuces going and uh, got some Christmas potatoes. Winter. I've never been in the shop and gone. A winter where, where are your winter lettuces? Well, you know. Is that a thing? Yeah. Why is it? So it grows all year round. Ah. Um, and I've got my spuds in for Christmas, for Christmas Lovely. Day. Love it. Um, but yeah, I've got to, I've got to dig it all up from the summer now and put, oh, and get the, you know, is it big? Is it big? It's big about thirty by forty foot, so it's quite big. Yeah, that's big. Really, I've got six beds. Wowzer. Yeah, so it's been good. That's I've got a, pumpkins ready for Halloween. Oh my goodness! In my shed. Sounds yeah. amazing. I've. I'm interested, but not enough to do it myself. All right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. It does take a lot of time. But this is, because this show goes out on a Sunday, this is the, like allotments. That's like the, per, that's one of our perfect topics. Oh, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. We talk like Sunday. Like a woman. The, yeah. Sunday's the day for this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's when you catch up on all that stuff. And is it, what is it, how, uh, when you get out there, is it just thinking time? Is it just, I love it. It's kind of my, it's my place to go and think and... And is it just yours? Be, no, my husband helps me. And right. sometimes I drag my teenager along oh, to loves it. come and dig some stuff. Sat there with a latte. Is that your, right? <laughs> 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 on his phone, you get off your phone. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it's, I, I, I tend to just wander down for a few hours on my own and take my shoes and socks off and oh, yeah. walk around barefoot in the, in the dirt. Back to nature. Yeah. And What's your favourite thing to green? grow? He says in his best um, Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, always, I've, got, I've got the growing thing from my dad, and the right. thing that gives me the most joy, I think, is runner beans. 
<laughs> okay, tell me like why. a pyramid of runner beans. You know, is like, that you've got like a, I used to I used to go in. Um, you know, you put your canes up and your triangles, oh, right. and you have like a, an alleyway of runner beans. And I used to go and play dens in that when I was a kid. Oh, cool! My dad used to grow them. My granddad used to grow them, and so that's kind of it. Reminds me of being a kid. Nice. So I like them. And I love a runner bean and lots of gravy. So there you go. Fair, it's the fair news. And you grow gravy? As well. I, I do. I'm, grow not, gravy. I'm not a gardener, Amazing. as you can tell. <laughs> wow! <laughs> How'd you do this? <laughs> now I'm interested. Can you grow pies? Magic. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. A, I've not got. <clears throat> Uh, green fingers at all. My granddad was a big gardener, mm-hmm. and then it. Well, I think it's, it's becoming dad, quite fashionable nothing. again, isn't it? But um, when I was a kid, we had overgrown garden like to a ridiculous level. Like it, we were in a council estate, and none of us were gardeners. My dad certainly wasn't a gardener. My mum definitely wasn't, and it had grown to like eight foot. Wow! Like the grass was just ridiculous. But that's fun though when you were a kid, man. Great fun, but then the neighbours started to complain because next door did have a nice, he had a nice garden. You know, he had his turfed. Oh, well posh. It was pretty fancy back then. <laughs> oh, Angle came with his new turf, and uh, so they got complaints in, and then the council came round and said, "You need to sort your garden out. You know, this is not. You can't do this. You know." And my dad, rather than go to the extreme of sorting his own garden out went to the other extreme went to the library went to the council did some research worked out that um, that, that, that essentially it became a butterfly garden because we had loads of butterflies in there did some research got back to the council not allowed not allowed to cut <laughs> that's, it that's genius uh, because of the butterflies I was like we'd rather do that so we had a butterfly garden for about three years an official, like an official one, like <laughs> genuinely, you like charge people to come and see. Yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Now the big questions are coming in on Facebook, Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christia Killen says, "Sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe." Oh. Interesting. Big. I mean, this is the big... You know, people are dealing with Brexit on some of the other stations. Wow, I've got to think about this one. We deal with the proper ones. I mean, I would I would throw out there, it is sock, sock, shoe, shoe, you utter monster. Yeah. Like, who the hell is putting one, one sock, sock on, and one no. shoe on? No, that doesn't make sense to me. Absolute what, sock, what are you, sock. What are you, an animal? <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> Nobody's doing sock, shoe, sock, shoe. No, because you end up walking around the room with one sock on yeah, and one shoe on. Yeah, what if there's a fire halfway through? And you're barefoot. On one barefoot. On one barefoot. No, that's just weird. Some people are weird. Uh, Ellis Cody says, can you ask the very talented Rebecca Locke what it was like performing in Heather's The Musical? So tell oh, us about Heather's. Oh, Heather's The Musical, yes. Heather's is brilliant. Um, you probably remember the film from 1985. Are you old enough? I just, I'm just about <laughs> old enough, yes. But no, I remember the film. It was yeah. uh, Winona Ryder, wasn't it? Winona Ryder, yeah, and Christian Slater. And, and, there's, and they've written a musical, and it's brilliant and funny and lovely and hilarious and... Uh, and it ran for quite a while. It didn't did. It? Well, yeah, we did a, an, a run at the other palace, and we transferred to the Haymarket Theatre in in London. Um, you know, Carrie Hope Fletcher playing. She's great. Veronica, she? who you know. Yeah, she was my truly scrumptious. I know. Chili, chili, bang, bang. And she she played my daughter in it, um, in Heather's, and uh, yeah, we had the best time. And uh, you know, it's one of those shows that really connected with the teens of today. Well, I see them at stage door every night. I know. I come out thinking they're for me and they're not bothered. <laughs> Sorry about they're it. They're like, hi, hi. Ah, yeah, do you want to sign anything? No, is Rebecca coming out? That's been happening quite a lot. <laughs> and I love them all. They're like my kids. <laughs> I get, um, I, I do all right at stage door generally. How do you find a stage door? You, you all right with it? Yeah. It's sort of a weird place, isn't it? It is weird. It can be weird, but it's it's nice to... I like the people who've, who are just dead excited and have just yeah. come from the show and have come round to see you. And they've seen the show and then they want to see you and just say, oh, I enjoyed that. Yeah. And some of them want a picture or sign the programme or something. You know, mums and their kids or, uh, you know, just fans just or whatever. Just seeing the joy. Yeah. And then there's these other guys... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. Like they've not been to see the show. No. But they've got all your pictures printed out mm-hmm. professionally. Ready. Like ready. And they're like, and they often say, oh, don't put my name on it because obviously it's going to go on eBay or whatever. And those guys, my tip to those guys would be just have a bath. <laughs> just, <laughs> just once a week is fine. But if you're going to meet your hero, 
have a shower. That's that's just a little tip for you. <laughs> Pop a brush around those teeth. <laughs> that's all. That's all. <laughs> it's just a simple. I'm not a diva. No. I'm just saying, if I'm putting my arm around you, I don't want to have to... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, but be, the other people, the normal people... Oh, lovely. They're, they're great. <laughs> they're great. They're great. Um, Brian Noble says, who's the most annoying co-star? My co-star? Yeah, who's the most annoying? It's got to be Stenson, hasn't it? Carly Stenson. Wow. She is annoying. Oh, my um, God. She's so nice. Oh, my goodness. She's probably the nicest oh, woman I have oh, ever met in my life. It's horrible. You know, you just think something's going on. She must have, like, some, some S&M dark dungeon or something. Or something. Some <laughs> something that no one could be that. She's an actual angel. She's an actual angel. I know, right? Nobody can be that nice. It's frustrating. And Ore Aduba. Oh, another well. one. Flipping egg. I just... I just don't trust people to be that nice. Something's know, right? going on. So the most annoying is probably you. Oh, big time. <laughs> Absolutely. I annoy myself. <laughs> I annoy myself. <laughs> what people don't understand about when I join a, a musical company is that I've just spent nearly two years by myself on mm-hmm. tour. So, And it's a lonely old job. Just me and Gordon, the tour manager. Oh, Gordon. And Lionel, who does some of the driving. And then, and then I get on tour with her. Company of people. You get overexcited. I do. Speak to people. I do get. I'm like. Oh you get God. to interact. I love it. It's great fun. But I can also see in their eyes they're like, oh God, he's oh, here again. <laughs> he's, he's here again. <laughs> he's here again. Also, my hit rate on stage is obviously higher than my hit rate for jokes in real life. Mm-hmm. So obviously on stage, I've I've filtered out all the ones that didn't work. But obviously live in the room, you throw them out there, hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those go for a burn. <laughs> but, you know, got to keep trying, haven't you? Yeah, Got to keep trying. Got to make the world laugh. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. So, Rebecca was in, uh, most recently before uh, Curtains, that we're, we're currently starring in at the moment, uh, please come, uh, <laughs> was in a show called Heathers. Yes. And uh, which was uh, phenomenally successful. Everybody who saw it absolutely loved it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what else they're doing with it. It's coming about again at some point. But it is, It's going on tour, I think, in, in the summer. There you yeah. go. Are you doing that? Nope. Nope. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> 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 After touring with me, you're like, never again. Yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> no. Um and so I asked on uh, on the Facebook uh, this morning um, if uh, if there was any other big because the films becoming musicals seems to be the big thing, doesn't it? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You've got Big the musical. Yeah. I've got tickets to see Back to the Future the musical. Oh, I would like to see that. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I'm a big you've fan. Got Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. On Broadway. Uh, yes. Um, although a friend went to see that, wasn't impressed. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, my friend went to see it on Broadway. He said it was like Jive Bunny with stockings. Oh, so wasn't that's a shame. impressed. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell my friend Tam who's in it. Uh, yeah I know what can you do what can you do Uh, it's hard isn't it why do they they pick random films sometimes Mrs Doubtfire they're going for at the moment so I asked online I said what what films do you think should be turned into musicals right I mean some of these seem to be just an absolute shooing The Greatest Showman sort of well it's sort of sort of because of Barnum uh, sort of is isn't it yeah anything obscure um, there are a few obscure ones. I'll tell you the one I thought would be good um, was uh, The Princess Bride. Yeah, I mean, The Princess Bride's a classic. It's such a great it's, film. It's an why incredible film. Why don't they make that into a musical? I think they have. have they? Someone has written it. That would be amazing. I'd watch that. I've heard that. about that. The other one, I remember when I was in the middle of Chitty, mm. thinking... Bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh my goodness! I would give my left arm to play I that. I mean, you, I, I can see wow. you in, that, in the Angela Lansbury role. Yeah, babe. Absolutely. Come on. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Let's and write musical. it. I think someone's probably done it. Well, that's the problem with done. all these things. Oh. Uh, La La Land. I mean that. Oh, that's a bit dull, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because I love Emma Stone and I Ryan guess Gosling. so. Yeah. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, somebody said, into a musical. Okay. That'd be pretty dark, wouldn't it? Mm. The Shining. Oh, wow. Song called Red Rum. Yeah. <laughs> Red Rum. Yeah. Red Rum. Here's Johnny. Johnny. I could actually watch that. <laughs> Just with jazz hands. That's right. He puts it. his jazz hands through the door before his head. Amazing. I'd definitely be into that. Uh, Rambo, the musical. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know how you'd stage... I don't think they're thinking about this. How would you stage this? I'm not really sure how that would work. No, I don't think so. Hocus Pocus. 
Oh, no. Well, we've no, been we're talk- talking about this. Well, we've right? been talking about this because uh, if you don't know what Rebecca looks like, in her wig uh, for the show, she's pretty much the image of Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus. Who plays Winifred in Hocus Pocus. Yes. Yes. And uh, the teeth. Well, someone would say I had similar teeth, but... No comment. But but that that would be a good one. Hocus Pocus Pocus musical. Oh, my goodness. Please, please, please. I mean... (laughs) But you'd have to play what's her face in it. I'd have to play the the, the dark haired one. I'm glad you went with the dark hair. I was gonna say the, <laughs> the dumpy one. Yeah, I'll be the dumpy one. Wow. And uh, then we just need a Miss needs a Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Look alike. There'll be a couple There'll of be someone Carly Stenson, there you go. Or Ori Aduba. Or A. He'd be pretty good, wouldn't he? He'd be, yeah. He'd be pretty good. Um, people have gone quite hard on the Exorcist Blair Witch Project Hostel. Oh, wow. and the Hills Have Eyes. I'm not sure these... Oh, no. These couldn't work. No. These couldn't work. Uh, somebody says, why don't you do a musical version of those old films like West Side Story or Grease? I mean, that, oh, that, <laughs> that could work. I can see that would work, yeah. I can see how that would work, wow. absolutely. <laughs> And then other people have just gone, Debbie does Dallas. And that's not no, the sort of, This is a family no, show, calm mate. Calm down, everyone. I mean, when I say a few, about 25 people have said well, it. <laughs> Guys. Well, there's a market. Absolutely. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Rebecca Locke is here. Hello. My uh, co-star. Yeah? Yeah. A colleague. <laughs> friend. Yeah. Friend? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> awkward, it? Um, and we're currently in Curtains, the musical, which is what would you? How would you describe it to people? Um, <clears throat> it's a musical who done it. It's a musical who done it. Come on. And I love him. I love a who done it. I think I most people do. I mean, you like Cluedo. Love Cluedo. Love yeah. Colombo. I mean, everyone, pu- everyone likes a puzzle. Don't they? They want to. Yeah. And it's a tough one, isn't it? I don't think anyone cracks it. I don't think they do. I'm yet to meet anyone who at the interval was like, nailed it. Absolutely smashed it, yeah. So, yeah, so come and see us and find out who did it. Please. <laughs> please come and see Someone. us. Someone. Yeah, please go and see us. <laughs> the Joker, the musical, somebody said. We went to see The Joker the other night, didn't we? We did. What did you think? I thought it was brilliant. Good, wasn't it? It was heavy, yeah. though, wasn't it? It was heavy, and there's a few like moments it. that I actually did grab Carly's hand yeah. and uh, scream a Same. Bit. And she was sat four seats down, I mean, but I still leaned over to grab know, Carly's right? hand. She's just Everyone a, needs to grab Carly's she's hand. She's a calm force. She is. <laughs> it was a hell of a um, portrayal, though, wasn't it? it, was, it was, he was amazing. He is Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. He's incredible. He is incredible, and he, he will win a, all the awards. I think he must be a bit nuts in real life. Drake. I think so, yeah. You can't most, just go for most, hey, lads, you're a joker, like, you know. Well, most actors are. Mad. A yeah. bit bonkers, let's face it. Well, what true. are you saying? Well, you, I mean, well, that's a bit rude. Say no more. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I mean, I had, a, I had a five minute nap in the middle, but only because we went to see it after the yeah. show. It was like one in the morning. Yeah. Um, it, it's sort of weird. It's when you're watching a film like that, that's quite heavy, but you just sat there eating. Milky Way stars. You're like, it's that juxtaposition <laughs> of the cinema that always. Strawberry cable. Just feel, yeah, it just feels a bit weird, doesn't it? Where you're like, I'm blood. Like, shooting and cars crashing. And you're like, oh no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a bit weird. But no, but it was very good. Definitely uh, go and see it. Not for, it's not for all the family. No. But decent. Yeah. Would you want to see a musical version of it? Um, They've not done Batman, have they? They tried Sp- Spider Man, didn't they? Yeah, but that. And that was a disaster. That didn't go very well. The most it? expensive flop no. in musical history. It's just a bit odd, I think, for a superhero to start singing a big band. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't know any Doing of the songs from number. it. I don't know. I, I, I actually don't know. No. I'd like to find it. <laughs> I'd like to find out what songs were on Spider-Man, Spider-Man the musical. <laughs> yeah. I'm climbing up the wall. Yeah. I'm stuck in the bath. <laughs> I presume. I've not really watched Spider-Man. Does Spider-Man get stuck in the bath like other spiders? <laughs> I can't fit down the plot. <laughs> Don't put me under a glass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big Spider-Man fan. <clears throat> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you're well this Sunday morning. I love a Sunday. Ah. I love a Sunday, yeah. I love it because I do the show most weeks, um, but I also just love it as a day, you know, you just get to see your family, your kids, you know. Catch up on stuff. You get down to your allotment with your winter lettuces. I do. (laughs) And uh, I just like it. Do a bit of personal admin. Yeah, nice roast dinner. Oh. Come on. Is that the best meal of the week for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of the roast dinner. Shut up. I know. 
it's one of those things that could stop me getting my national treasure status. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. Every Sunday's Christmas Day in my house. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I'll nail it. Mm. Absolutely nail it. Well, I just think other countries do food better than us. Really? Yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. You can't put a Sunday dinner against a, a curry or, or, a, or a lasagna. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, just think, I just think the, the rest of the world wins. No, the roast dinner wins all. What, but like Chinese, Thai? Yeah. Pizza? Yeah. Better than pizza? Come on. Come on. Come on. Get out of town. A three meat roast. Three meat roast? <laughs> on, what, on a Sunday? You don't know a three meat. That's a bit extreme. I was going to say. But you know, come on, a bit Probably of roast three, chicken. Three, yeah, you're and then... <laughs> eating it all week on butties. <laughs> roast potatoes and gravy and stuffing. I'll go, I'd say, I'll go with, what meat? What's your meat of choice on uh, Sunday? Chicken. Yeah, I think you can't go wrong with chicken. Chicken's great. Why did we make it worse on Christmas Day? Though? Why do we go turkey? Because turkey's know. worse than chicken. I've done chicken on Christmas Day. Though. I, I always just, I don't even touch a turkey now. Do you not? No, nah, I'm like, not interested. It's dry. It's dry. <laughs> it is dry. It's like, why am I making this worse? I know. There's right. better meats available. Yeah. Um, potato, I'll take you roast potatoes, potatoes all day. Come on. All day. If, if done properly, it's nothing worse than a. We have to do it properly. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Are you, do you. Parboil before in the uh, oven? It depends. Or? Right, fair How long I've got. Yeah, fair play. You know. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> this is that we're getting to the meat well, of this no, now. Right. Um, you make your own gravy? Yep. From the juice of the meat? Yep. Yeah, of course. Of course. What, well, if you, well, if you cook it on a bed of vegetables, oh, well, we like car- carrots and celery and yeah. onion and garlic, yeah. and then you can mash all that up oh, well, and that. add some wine, and, uh, and you've got the juices from the meat as oh, well. Man. And then you. I'm actually telling it. Okay, now you. It's the most incredible. You've certainly put the lasagna on me, Ed. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Mashed potato, though, can do one. What? Yeah, I know. Controversial, isn't it? And I don't even care what people think. Like a lovely dollop of smooth mashed potato with butter and. I don't know whether it was just because I had. And a bit of great. I had bad experiences at school and that growing up with smash. I'm going to I'm gonna have to make you some mashed potato. You can't. I've, I've had people say this to me, you that had my mashed potato. Mate, it's mashed potato. What, what are you doing differently? I don't think we can be friends. <laughs> I'm just not interested in the mashed potato. Oh. Also cauliflower. Nope. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't mind a broccoli. Okay, you can I'm, handle I'm happy with the broccoli, but cauliflower, no. People keep going, oh, it's got cheese on it. It's got Well, anything tastes nice with cheese on me. <laughs> you can't do that. It's like with sprouts at Christmas. They're like, oh, you don't have my sprouts. You know, that's because they're disgusting. Do you not like sprouts? No, do I, heck? Oh Nobody does. Okay, we're, we're done. No we're, normal we're people like anymore. sprouts. Go on, uh, tell me how you make your sprouts. Go on, how do you I do just, sprouts? Just do bog standard. You put what, a bit of bacon? You can, really can stir it with a bit of bacon in it yeah, or whatever. Yeah, what people do, because bacon's but, nice. But that's what you've done No, I like, I like a simple boiled... Brussels sprout. No. That's just done perfectly. No. A bit of bite. Oh, I love them. No. They're like the whole taste of a cabbage in one Yeah, mouthful. cabbage is great. Cabbage is fine because it's like diluted sprout. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that thing, the little devil's hemorrhoids. <laughs> nah. Nah, mate. No. Nah, mate. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. This is Jason Manford's show on Absolute Radio, uh, recording in a uh, student radio uh, next to a building site, which is really handy as well. Lots of hammering and things going on in the background in our not soundproof room. <laughs> uh, Rebecca Locke is here as well uh, through till 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, you, I saw you having a look through um, the, the news before. Have you got anything? Yeah, anything? I've, anything? Just, I've just found this Tickle story. I think this, is, I think this man is my hero. Go on. Um, there's, a, there's a guy called Shay Bradley. He's being buried in Kilmanagh, is that how you say it? Linster? Kilmanagh, yeah. Kilkenny. Yeah, in Ireland. Um, and they're all sitting down for the, for the funeral of this yeah. dude. Um, when there's a sudden burst of noise coming from his coffin. Oh, my goodness. Family and friends gathered for the Irish Defence Force veterans' funeral on Saturday, burst out in hysterics as they heard his voice. Because he could be heard shouting, Hello? Hello, let me out! <laughs> <laughs> And there were sounds of knocking on his coughing, uh, and, he, and it continued. Um, okay, I'm going to swear, bleep me. Um, <laughs> where the f*** am I? Let me out, let me out. It's f***ing dark in here. Is that the priest I can hear? This is Shay, I'm in the box. No. In, in front of you, I'm dead. <laughs> and then he sings, hello again, hello. Brilliant. I just called to sing. Oh, That's my God. That's brilliant. 
But he died on October the 8th um, after ha- having suffered a long illness, but he managed to plan one final prank what for a his great guests prank. at the funeral. I think just absolute genius. I, I bowed to that. this man. and uh, That's great, isn't it? Uh, it's I love the kind that. of thing I would do. So. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> if you're, if you've always been known as a bit of a joker as well. Oh, it's just brilliant. And That's to make awesome. people laugh at your funeral. And bring a little bit of joy on the that sad time. I, uh, I absolutely love that. I love yeah. that. Matters. I actually love that story about the guy, uh, Shay, in, in Ireland, doing a little gag at his, at his own funeral. Amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I, I've got to say, mm. I always find something to laugh at at a funeral. <laughs> I mean, not in a dark way, just in that there's always, whether it's just our family or something, but at some point, like, I remember even at my nana's funeral, about six of us sitting on a row, and something happened that was funny, like, cr- like crying laughing. It's like, like nervous laughter. I as think well, that's what you it can't is. laugh no. at a funeral. I know. Yeah, I remember being told someone had died and bursting out laughing. Wow. I know, right? Yeah, that's. But just in an awkward. I think that's it. It's nervous just a wh- laughter. Yeah. Way. I remember I'm my not horrible. No, no, you're not horrible. <laughs> Literally the least horrible person ever after Carly Stenson. <laughs> um, I um, I remember at my uncle's funeral, and my grand being there, and it was terribly sad. He was sort of in his fifties, you know, and. Uh, and obviously it was her son, so it was like devastating, you know, as you can imagine. And I remember sitting there, and he went. His wife had gone for a big. Uh, it was like a horse-drawn carriage, and wow. and he was like sort of. He wasn't a criminal himself, but he knew a lot of dodgy people. Okay. And so there was like special branch were like sort of taking pictures, and like it was pretty <laughs> exciting uh, for a funeral. Because uh, there was a lot of you know shady characters knocking mm-hmm. about, and as we were sort of we were going through the streets of Moss Side and uh, and Hume with these like horse drawn carriage and people taking photos, and like there was people in the church then taking photos and and, and my gran sort of was looking around and I said you're right Nana and she said when do you get these photos out. <laughs> I said, what? These people are taking photos now at a funeral. When did you get them out? <laughs> it's true, isn't it? When, I've got this album. Yeah, you never sat there at home like, oh, you've got to look at Michael's funeral. It was lovely. Like, well, you, just, you just don't get them out again, do you? No. I remember that being a, re- I just remember being a really funny moment at a funeral. Would you have, is there a particular song you'd have at yours? Oh, I don't know. It's Gosh, fun, that's dark. Oh, why oh, not? Let's, look, let's go there. Look, death and taxes. I They're know, the right? things that go in nowhere. I've never really thought about it, to be honest. I should. Should would you pick one of your own? Would you? Yeah. <laughs> I totally would. I'd make them listen would to you? a full album, <laughs> and then you have to buy one on the way out. Get back into the top ten on my death. And you got some frees you can give out. No, I need to get back in. That's. I mean, if you if you don't get in the top ten after you die, then you weren't. No. Were you even there? No, you weren't. That's the. You want people to buy it out of like, oh, I miss him, and he's never going to make any more comedy or songs again. Some people might be happy with that. I don't know. <laughs> I say nothing. Yeah, I'd, I'd maybe, I don't know what I'd go for. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd be very tempted to do this oh, uh, recording, though. I am definitely going to do something like that. Just a sure. little thing Just a little inside. chat. <laughs> yeah. Now listen. Bye! <laughs> Love you, see you soon. I did a show on, uh, I did a, a film a, a little while back for Sky, like a Sky short. For, mm. for And that was... Uh, uh, it was a, it was about a dad who it was he was a ghost. He didn't. Re- it was a Halloween thing. He didn't realise he was dead. Okay. And uh, and he literally, uh, as he's sort of going into the you know the clouds are behind him sort of thing. He he's last. He's got like thirty seconds to give all his fatherly advice. Okay. In thirty seconds to to his kids, just throwing out like everything. Just put a jumper on uh, before <laughs> you don't touch the thermostat. Still not for you. Uh, <laughs> like everything you can think of, just before just before you leave. It was heartbreaking, but Aww. also it was it was a fun show to do. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Rebecca Locke is here. Hello. Um, on well on a day off. On yes. A, on, a, on a week off. About to have a week off. I know, right? Uh, and then we head to Sheffield mm-hmm. with curtains. And then we're Birmingham. I actually don't know. I know, I've, only really, look, up, really. I've only really looked forward to... Uh, I think it's Birmingham, yeah. I think we go uh, Sheffield and then we go Brum. And then we, get some, then we go to some mad places that I've never even been to before. Like where? Darlington Hippodrome. Wow. 
Never been there before. No, that's a new one on me. Uh, then Belfast, which is always oh, wonderful. I love joy. Belfast. <laughs> Had a very odd experience in Belfast. Let mm. me tell you about this. Uh, we did a show. Um, me and Phil Jupiter did a show up there called the Stephen Nolan Show. Okay. It's sort of like a late night one show. Oh, right, okay. Like a chat show thing. Yeah. Right. But like the one show, it's a bit eclectic. The subjects are picked on the day. Okay. And it could be absolutely anything. Mm. And we, at the time, there was, we did talk about it. This is not the first time I talked about it. But at the time we talked about it, we did a little viral thing you know, online. It went a bit mad. Because we had to come straight from the theatre to do this chat show. And earlier on, I think there'd been a car bomb or something like that. You know, it was like out of... It not happened for years and years and years. And then there'd been this car bomb. Um, and the sugar tax was a big issue. They were talking about that. Right, yeah. And then they were talking about us. Now, if I was planning that show, I'd go... Let's deal with the car bomb first. Very mm-hmm. serious political, you know, ramifications of that. Personal yeah. ramifications, you know, people are scared, all that sort of stuff. That's the first subject. Then I'd go sugar tax mm-hmm. in the middle, just to soften the show up a little bit, you know, lighten it up. And then right at the end, here's a couple of comedians talking about their show. Yeah. But what they did was they started with sugar tax. Okay. Then they went car bomb. And then, and nobody thought this was wrong, then they got two comedians who were in a show called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not an expert, Rebecca. Oh, wow. But that was one of the most awkward TV appearances <laughs> I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it was awful. The audience was... How did it go? Not well. Oh, not well. No. But like again, like laughing at a funeral. I thought it was a layer, like not a layer. The I car bomb was a layer. You couldn't have said something, didn't you? I didn't know, but I had jokes about it because I was sort of, oh, I'll do some jokes about the, um, about the car and about the, oh, car, no. not the car, the our car. Your car, Chitty. yeah, yeah, but you can't, still can't do a no. blooming thing. Which couldn't. It was so bad. Anyway, I don't think we'll be getting on that show again. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Christine on Facebook, mm. Rebecca said, "Do you ever worry about forgetting your lines? Does it give you sleepless nights?" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we discussed this the other night. Awful. Oh, moments of just sheer panic. It's the cold. The cold runs through your you feel blood. Feel a bit sick. It's like yeah, the blood goes from your head mm. into your feet. Yeah, and you can't quite see for a moment. Yeah, blurred. You go a bit blind, and uh, and just you have no idea. It's weird, isn't what it? What it is. And then sometimes it will just click in. Yes. And it will come to you and you're all right. Yeah. But there's other times when, oh. You've just I got mean, to be saved, you, hopefully. Or, or, you're, or you're just singing or, with vowels or oh something. God. Just, I've done that. I just kind of <laughs> yeah. blagged it for a couple of lines. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But when you've, um, when you've, it's not too bad when you're singing songs that nobody knows. Yeah. You know, but if but you're doing I, famous ones. I mean, I, I remember ch- singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's hard to say in a matinee. I don't think I could do it. It's a tough one. Even on the radio, you know, chitty, you've got a really chitty... Chitty, chitty, bang You get that wrong. That wakes a matinee <laughs> audience up. I'll tell you that much. But it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was... It is nerve-wracking. I mean, I've got a lot of lines in this one as well. You have got I? a lot of lines in this one. It's, you do really well. It's ridiculous. But I've spl- you've had your moments. Oh, I've had my moments. <laughs> like, literally the first show, I was like... What is it? Well, there's a lot of people. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I'll always find something to say. Oh, yeah. Always. Always. Have faith. Oh, please, have faith. But it is terrifying. There's a weird thing your brain does as well in a song. So what you'll do is you'll, you'll be singing your song and then your brain will go, Jace, look, I don't know what the next line is. Okay, I'm going to come clean. <laughs> and you're already in the middle of the line, like the, the line before it, and you're, it's got, I've got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing. And then you get to that line and something just comes out mm-hmm. and it's the line. And, you, and then your brain's like, well, we got that one, but I actually don't know what don't the, know the next, next one, one is. <laughs> and then you sing a whole song just on this edge of like... Fear. Ah. It's terrifying. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, I definitely did a few mistakes in Hushabye Mountain, which, again, such a famous song. Everyone knows it. So they're like... Oh, well, I did it in Mary Poppins. Oh, goodness. I was playing Mary Poppins and you're singing Supercolorfragilisticexpianidocious. And the most famous quite song... quite a popular song. ...in the whole world. Yeah. And you get halfway through and go, <laughs> what's that about? I've been done over a hundred shows and I'm still, I can't get my teeth in. And it's not like, because obviously if you're singing at a concert, you've got a microphone, you can sort you can of, of move, move the microphone Everyone's away. looking, if you're dressed as Mary Poppins. Yeah, and you, the mic's Everybody's attached to your looking face. at you. 
Stop going anywhere. So good man, I bet you give my dad solutions. They really know. They really know that song. Bless you. Where real music matters. I was having a little look on Wikipedia, so mm. I presume it's all true. Okay. Um, what have you been in? Martin Gere? Is that about the cheese? Martin Gere, yeah. Uh, Gruyere. <laughs> uh, you've done all sorts. Um, oh, what a lovely war. Mm. Cats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've all done the, you've done all the big ones. Pretty. I mean, Mary Poppins, uh, Avenue Q. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. What were you, Phantom? No. No? What were you not? I played Carlotta Giudicelli. Which one's the Carlotta? Italian I've never op- seen it, actually. Pradiva. She's the baddie in it. Oh. Yeah. I bet you'd be a good baddie, actually, thinking about it. Babe, I play Carmen in Curtains. Yeah. yeah. She's the baddie, but she's really, a, she? she? I think she's got a heart of gold. Uh, Mamma Mia. Yes. Seen those pictures. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Heather's Kiss Me Kate. Like, she's been around. You've done some crackers. Oliver. Yeah. Amazing. Don't know, right? Is there, and someone's asked this on uh, Facebook, mm. um, Emma Mills says, is there a dream musical part that you haven't already played yet? I know it's a standard question, but it's important. Oh, yeah, there's a few. Go. There's a few. Jean Valjean. A, You'd be a great I mean, Jean Valjean. I'm not being funny. <laughs> Who would, am I? I would nail Bring Him Home. Oh, my God. Um, the first woman to ever play that. Oh, that would be me. Um, no, um, as I get older, there are some parts that I'm just longing to play. Like, I mean, there's yeah, someone's knocking a wall down. Someone's not going to the do it. They're literally knocking a um, wall down. I would love to play Norma Desmond in oh Sunset Boulevard. I don't know why I'm frightened. I know my way around here. Oh, my God, I'd watch um, that all day long. You'd be great. Uh, also, Dolly and Hello, Dolly. Come on. Oh, yes. Oh, just iconic. These yeah. are the ones. I mean, she's getting older, so maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite yet. I don't know for me. I don't know what I'd like to... I'd like to play the plant in... A, Little uh, Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. That looks like a fun part. And you can just... You don't even have to be on stage, do you? <laughs> No. Just be It'd be quite funny dinner. if you were, though. It would be funny if you just had just a big, green. big plant Puts head Just around your head. <laughs> uh, what would I like to play? I don't know, really. I don't, would you I'm, like to do Les Mis or something like that? I think I would like to do, a, yeah, one of the proper ones. Proper. Yeah, I'd like to do a... I think, I think Javert, though, rather than Jean Valjean. You think? I think so. I just, li- I just like the fact that he's mental. I mean, yeah. just let it go, mate. <laughs> let it go. All the way, that's the whole, all the way through Les Mis, I'm just thinking, drop mate, it. Drop, drop it. it. He's gone. It was a loaf of bread, mate. Don't be chasing. You've got, look at all the other crimes that must have been going on while you've been focused a on this one guy bread. who seems nice. Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Very weird. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think, if anything, it'd be Tenardier, I guess. That's the, that's the one I they know, sort I I've of, not done that yet. That'd be quite fun. Maybe we can do that we together. We could do that together, that'd be Cameron a McIntosh, if you're listening. Let's, let's email him now. Okay. It's, it must be just Cameron at CameronMacintosh.com. Obs. Obs. <laughs> let's try it. Okay. See what happens. Okay. <laughs> well, here's 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, don't uh, text in, though. Uh, get in touch on the social media. Mine is obviously just Jason Manford and also at Absolute Radio. Where, are you, where can people find you, Becky? Oh, I'm on, I'm on the Twitter. Yes. She's Rebecca Lock 22 Lovely. My age. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Random number. <laughs> and on Insta is where, you, where, you, where your home is, isn't it? Yeah. And that's uh, being Becky Locke. Just a little insight on my life. <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Do you do a lot of, tra- do do a lot of travelling? Not really. No. Box standard holidays. Yeah. Where's your, where's your destination of choice? Um... I like Italy. I went to Rome this year. Nice. I went to Rome this year. Did you? Of course you did. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, that was nice. I think it's my favourite place. It was lovely. I took my kids. Oh. Um, Everywhere and, you uh, look, it's like a painting. Yes. It's beautiful. That was stunning, wasn't it? Oh, wow. Really hot, though. <sighs> we went right in the height of that Oh, we did. That, that heat we wave. did. When were you there? Uh, June, I June. <laughs> Maybe we were there at the same, same time. time. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, before we knew each other. Yeah. So I wouldn't have... Weird. I'd have been like, oh, no. I wouldn't have... Who's that? No. You would have been like, who's that? No. Uh, I went to see Take That. Did you? Yes. I didn't. No. It's not the standard thing you do in not Rome. really. You know My what, kids are huge Take That fans. We, might, we missed their shows because 
uh, Daddy was on tour over mm-hmm. here when they were when they were working. So I had a little look in Europe to see where they were playing, and we went there oh, for a weekend. You're a nice dad. It was a lovely weekend, I've got to say. You're the it's best. sort of a yeah. I am a nice dad. Also, I'm also a divorced dad, so you know what I do is I just throw money at the problem. <laughs> Love me, uh, and um, but we did have a lovely time, and we did all the sights. They weren't interested, but I was. No. We watched the opening scene of Gladiator before we went to the Coliseum. Oh, good idea. Yeah, I was like, look, look at this is what it was like yes. back then. And then we, when we got there, they were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe we should have done the film after, Dad, because <laughs> <laughs> this is a building site. <laughs> we had a lovely time. What a great place. Yeah, we, we had a lot of ice cream, though. Oh, so much ice cream oh. and, like, midnight pizzas. I've oh. never tasted pizza like it, I've got to say. Oh, that's where it's from. I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I realised they're going to be the best it. at it, but... I'm like, throw all the toppings on and do the... Uh, just a just bog a standard bog margarita was I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Incredible. So nice, so nice, yeah. Um, we had a moment, I think I've already said this on the show, but hey, maybe you're a new listener. We had a moment where I was walking around with my kids in Rome mm. and we'd gone to all the different places, the Trevelli Fountain, obviously we'd done the Colosseum. So we get to the Pantheon. And I don't know if you went, if you went there. Yeah, I did. The whole... The courtyard is full of hawkers and people yep. like just throwing these little squidgy oh, things, making noise, making noises, yeah, <laughs> weird things. Did my head there in. was one guy like he had this like helicopter thing that went like ten stories high, mm-hmm. in, and my kids are all like, "Can we get one?" And they're straight over like, "Oh, you're three euros." I'm like, "Nah, mate, you're all right." And I'm stood in front of the pantheon, and I like I am that dad who is giving them the full look at this, guys. I mean, this was built at the. The, the, the you know the year like when Jesus was around like the dawn of time this is yeah, this is thousands of years old there's no cranes mm. there's no uh, you know this is just this is just people getting together everything starts with one brick you know what I mean <laughs> look at it like I'm giving them the full dad <laughs> like, look how and they're going wow amazing I said look at that when Jesus walked this earth whether you believe in him or not this was being built mm. no diggers no cranes no JCBs no no computers to design it. Like yeah. this is just done on eye and and, and brute skill. strength and skill and dedication. Probably took years to build. And look at they're like, wow, it's amazing. I'm like, it's just amazing. I just think that this tells you about life, doesn't it? I'm like, wow. How does he catch it? I turn around. They're watching the bloke with the <laughs> helicopter thing. <laughs> How does he catch it? <laughs> Live it. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. The reason I was asking about travelling uh, in the last link was because uh, Japan Airlines, mm. JL, have introduced an online booking tool that indicates where babies and toddlers are seated. Are you kidding? No. Wow. <laughs> if passengers with children aged between eight days and two years uh, reserve their seat, a child icon will appear on the aeroplane plan, giving passengers who have... <gasps> Not selected their seats, the opportunity to sit, sit further away. away. Wow! However, the airline was keen to point out that the new feature does not guarantee passengers will be out of earshot of screaming children. Oh my obviously. gosh! Uh, it also said the icon would not appear if passengers booked their flights to a third party. Blah blah blah. Uh, JL's move has been praised by some social media users. Uh, f- someone says, "Thank you, JL, for warning me about where babies plan to scream and yell during a 13-hour trip." This ought to be mandatory. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I've got little kids, so I'm I'm less sympathy for people. Um, I'm always very supportive of people who have got screaming children, because I think yeah, you don't want it to be screaming either. No, exactly. It's really hard. But I sort of appreciate that. If you're the sort of person who uh, is going to get annoyed... You're still going to hear it, though. You're still going to hear it, yeah. And if you're the sort of person who gets annoyed by a screaming child, then I'd, I'd rather you were sat further away. Yeah, you don't want exactly. to look at your face, <laughs> huffing and puffing, because a child... Getting livid, because a child's having a breakfast. Can't tell, can't say out loud what's wrong with it. Exactly. You nasty people. <laughs> but what they should do, I think they should develop this a bit further. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking... Um, people who eat with their mouth open, oh. maybe we could have a little icon for that. Snorers. Absolutely. Snorers need to be... Gone. Yeah. Um, people who uh, whose headphones are not very good, so you can hear oh. their grime music. No. Uh, or country and western coming mm-hmm. out of their ears. None of that. No. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. Also, people who watch inappropriate programs on their iPads. Oh. A few times. <laughs> Look, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, guys, but it's not for the air. 
I'm, it's not for the air. <laughs> I've had that on a train there. It's you're weird, watching something and there's a sex scene. You're like, <gasps> I know, I know. It's hard. I know. I've had that sim- similar situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was on you porn though, so that's oh, probably what okay, it was. Fair that's, enough. that's what it was. I should have known. I should have called it. <laughs> Lulu on Facebook says, uh, Rebecca, over your career, what has been your favourite moment or the one that you're most proud of and why? Oh, that's really hard. Tough question. See, people ask me that quite a lot. What's your favourite part or what, you you know? And there's elements of everything I've done that I've adored and loved and stuff. So I'd say the most proud. Wow. There's always a moment, though, isn't it? Like, I, I think when I took my family to when I was doing the Royal Variety yeah. and I took my family to the Royal Variety and they That's were there nice. that was great yeah. my dad kept saying I'm not standing up for the national anthem no way <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a royalist I'm a republican uh, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to stand up for the royal, royal family mm. and uh, and then he stood up and, for the, and then he stood up because <laughs> everybody else was peer pressure yeah. that's how the royals work I know right um, <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know everything. I'm, you know. I guess you find a bit in each show. Yeah, don't exactly. you? Heather's was a, lo- a lovely part. Yeah, that was lovely. Cats is bonkers though, isn't it? Yeah, it was bonkers. I mean, that's a mad show. I mean, you're on your knees for three hours, literally just crawling around the yeah. stage. But that's, that's. I mean, does I, if it was on in the garden, I'd probably shut the windows. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. <laughs> Cats is not. Is not the show for me. Oh, it is. It, oh no, I think. I'll go see it if you good. were in it. Oh, would you? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, thanks. But I just. It's not for me. <laughs> When the film comes out, I've got some mates in it, so I have Me to go too, see babe. it. Me too, babe. I have to go and see it. But too. it's weird. I watch the trailer. I'm like, why is the why is that cat got boobs? Are we supposed <laughs> to fancy the cats? Are we supposed to find cats fit? I don't get it. <laughs> don't look at the boobs. But why have you even got them? No, I don't know. Kind of weird, isn't it? It is weird. You did tell me that somebody on the front row once. You have to, this is a family oh, show, but don't, you can no, tell me I this know. story. I know, Somebody on the front row. Look, this, yeah. Tell me what they were doing. Because it was it was the new London Theatre. We did we did cats, um, and uh, it was like kind of in the round. So you have seats around the front yeah. of the stage, and the stage moves right at the beginning and, and stuff. And just uh, throughout the first bit of the the show, we kind of noticed there was this man on his own. Oh God! In the first or second row oh of a matinee performance. Of course. Um, Enjoying us. Enjoying I'm going to say that. Yeah, that's all he you can say. He was enjoying us. A lot. And so literally we were crawling to each other going, look, look, look at the guy in there. Roby, oh. Roby, look, look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's devastating. And you're stuck in lycra, eh? No. Men are horrible. Oh, I mean. Men. Unnecessary behaviour. And then one by one the ushers will come and sit of course. next to him. and he What, to watch? <laughs> what? And then Get he went. Out. But um, He went? Wow, he went. Oh, I see. He left. <laughs> he left. I was going to say, I don't think that's the phrase. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's awkward. That is weird, isn't it? <laughs> Audience. I mean, I get the odd mobile phone on, but... I think oh, mobile s- phones do my head I in, know, though. but I think more so if someone was knocking one out on yeah, OD, I'd be true. a bit... That was, that was, Especially yeah. if it's stand-up, I'd be like, mate, there's <laughs> nothing sexy about this. <laughs> not the time. I'm just telling you what's, what something funny that happened at Tesco. <laughs> that's not horny. <laughs> Big news this week, a man has sued uh, Apple. Okay. One of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. A Russian man is taking one of the biggest companies in the world to court after he claims his phone turned him gay. What? That's what it says, mate. What do you mean? I'm going to tell you. An Apple user, D. Razumilov, mm-hmm. wants one million rubles, which is about 12 quid. No, it's 16 and a <laughs> half grand. Uh, after, in 2017, he was given 69 69 gay coins rather than bitcoins that he was expecting. What are gay coins? I don't have a clue on what bitcoins are. Bitcoins, I sort of know, is like a, you know, it's like a bank online that's not, okay. that doesn't exist. It's and not it's real. It's all encrypted and all. Yes, but okay. it's cryptocurrency, you know. Okay. Um, but he was sent gay coins instead. I don't know what that means. Anyway, the mishap led him to being in a relationship with another man. Oh, it's, it's your fault. Oh, it's a nightmare, isn't it? When the bank gets something <laughs> wrong and you think, I might go oh, out with a bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Gaycoin um, came up with a message, don't judge without trying. He claims he couldn't argue with the statement. No. <laughs> this is amazing. 
You do what you're told, don't you? Right. I need to read this again. <laughs> the cryptocurrency mishap has led to him being in a relationship with another man after the gay coin came with the message, don't judge without trying. He claims he couldn't argue with the statement and now he's in a relationship, unable to control his homosexual thoughts and unable to explain his situation to his parents. He's suing for moral su- uh, morale suffering, sorry, Mor- or, or a bit of moral suffering, morale suffering and harm to mental health. And whilst the app was developed by a third party, he claims the tech giant are responsible for all of their hosted apps and programs. Crikey. Mate. I mean. Just be gay. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I know it's Russia and, it, you know, they're, they're a bit funny about that sort of thing, but come on. Oh, it's actually, You know, look at us on our show. We're, we're surrounded by the gays. I know, babe. They're, they're, lo- they're lovely. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> who are not. Like everybody. They have a laugh. They like musicals. Look how, look how much of a party atmosphere Pride is. Right. Straight pride. There's no straight pride because it would be boring. It'd be, in a, it'd be a B&Q car park and it'd be covered by talk sport. We're going to go live now to a straight pride. Alan McAnally with the news. Like, it's a good, it's a good time. Don't, maybe don't be in Russia. That's probably the problem there. Gay coin. Oh, that's I'm going hilarious. to Google gay coin. I no, just, don't. Imagine next week I come in and go, guys, I've got some, gay coin. I've got some news. I've, uh, I'm gay now because I bought some gay <laughs> coin by point. mistake and it just said you have to don't judge until you try so I thought well can't argue with that go. statement <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio where real music matters now we like eating out don't we Becky we do we love a, we love a restaurant mm-hmm. we, love a, we love a snack yeah we've already nailed two dominoes on this tour oh, we have ridiculous. and I've and I've and pile it on as well. I don't even just do the dominoes. The dominoes, cookies. You do. You'd never extreme. had the cookies before, no, had you? I, no. And what did you have for breakfast this morning? Shut up! Don't tell everybody. What did you have? There's nothing in the fridge. I had to have the spare cookie. Shed the, from, oh, Shed the cookies. Oh, I did. They're amazing. They're amazing. But that was. I mean, I probably spent about hundred quid last night on dominoes. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. There's about. There's only seven of us. I know, but it was good. Nailed though, it. Nailed it. Um, how do you feel about fish and chips? Fish and chips, yeah. I love a fish and chips. Yeah, can't go wrong. Seaside, uh, lovely. Pro- it has to be proper, though. I'm not, tell you what I'm not interested in. What? When you go past a chippy and it says, um, kebab, pies, no, fish no, and chips. No, it has to be a proper, proper I'm chip like, shop. Mate, no. No, you've got to specialise in the fish and chips. I need you to be I need you to be like, oh, the frying place or whatever. I need you to exactly. be that, like, that specific, like you've even come up with a pun. That's the yeah. sort of fish shop I want. Celebrity chef Tom Kerridge, mm. you know this fella? yeah has been forced to justify his London restaurant's price list as fish and chips have cropped up on the menu for an eye-watering £32.50. £32.50? Does he do mushy peas? Yeah, they're £42. £32.50. The chef says it's easily justifiable due to, well, due to the quality of the ingredients he uses. Turbot. Okay. Uh, the highest quality potatoes. And, mm, but it's a potato. No, it's a potato. Hey, you get them from, I grow them. Yeah, I'm not having that. Cost, highest quality potatoes. Does it cost even 2p a potato? No. No. Shut up, Tom. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Bang out of order. Uh, and a fruit matson sauce all go into bumping up the worth of this What's pricey British sauce? staple. I don't know. But Matson's got a, a capital letter, so it must be the name of something. I don't know. Matson. I've no idea. No. I've never been in my chippy and gone, hi, do you have a... Matson sauce? Have a Matson sauce? <laughs> with my... With my <laughs> no, pickle deck. Not having that. He claims the fact uh, it is listed as fish and chips is what's caused an uproar. If he had described the dish as a pan-roasted turbot with pompere and sauce gbich, then no one would it. question it. Well, no one would order it either, no. mate. <laughs> The Corinthia Bar and Grill restaurant, where Kerridge runs, uh, is known for its high-quality and pricey dishes, with Kerridge himself a recipient of a coveted Michelin star. Mm. But does a Michelin star warrant over 30 quid I don't know. for fish and chips? I'm not sure, Tom. No, not having I'm not that. sure about that. Can't be having that, can you? No. You'd be like 42 quid for a, a Kiev or something. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do this. These are staples of what we eat. You can't... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, oh, what, can I get the finished crispy pancake? That'll be £12. Is it a battered like, no. turbot? Well, it says Pam Friday, but well, that's not well, that's not fish, fish and chips, chips then, is, it? is it? If I order fish and chips on battered and it came pan fried, imagine with no, I want no. I want the crispy batter. What I want is 
a portion of fish and chips that at some point during eating it, my heart restricts a little bit. Like, a, yeah. you know, you feel that little, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God, ow. You have to wipe the grease from your chin. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, um, I like a bit, I, d- I get everything on a, on a bit of bread as well, with a bit of white bread and butter. Oh, filth when it yeah, comes to nice. fish and chips. I get it. Curry sauce as well, like a little, oh, I really? like a chip shop curry sauce. See, I like a gravy. I'm gravy mm. fiend. Yes. I have gravy with everything. Yeah. Chips <sighs> and gravy. Yes. Uh, yeah. What What about the non-fish dishes at a fish and chip shop? What would you go for? Would you go for a pie or a... Ooh. I like a steak pudding. Do you? Mm, I like I've a never tried Well, I love a suet pudding. Mm. Fit. Sad basically, boy. what I... Yes, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I basically eat uh, as if we're still at war. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've still got ration books. I'm like, oh, suet. Like, you don't need to eat suet anymore. <laughs> Like we've moved on. Mm. Mm, I like that stodgy goodness. <laughs> Stick to your rib. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning on Absolute Radio. Always a pleasure to have you. Uh, Rebecca Locke, thanks for, for coming Thank in. Thank you for having me. What else would we be doing? We'd be being dragged around Cardiff Castle. We're by Carly by Stenson. Carly Stenson, who keeps organising trips like we're... <laughs> <laughs> like we're at school. She's a dream, don't get me wrong, but... We love her. <sighs> nah. <laughs> that won't happen today. I'm not coming here to learn stuff. <laughs> it's like school. Yeah, I know, it's adorable. Uh, so, we curtains, we've got a week off, and then we hit uh, Sheffield? Sheffield, which is almost sold out, 90% sold out. Quick, so get your last ticket. Do be quick, some, some of them have already gone. Um, and it's a great show, isn't it? I mean, we have to say that because oh, we're in it. But it is really fun. It's and it's actually show. shocked me how much, how much people have liked it, actually, and yeah. gone, oh, it's really... You know, it's really funny. It's a musical, and, um, it's a whodunit, and it's a comedy. Yeah. And you're hilarious. You are. I mean, I'm naively funny, <laughs> but you're, you've actually got proper jokes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's a really fun show. We've got lots of lovely reviews, so, yeah, come and see us soon. And I will see you next week right here on Absolute Radio. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.